Hey friends, welcome to the Unglorified Busy Podcast, a show talking all things leadership, empowering you to find success in balance and not in busy. If you're wanting to create more time, more freedom, and reconnect with the passions and people who matter most to you, you're in the right spot. Let's Unglorify Busy. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Howard Blackburn, and today I want to help you take back even more control of your time. But before we do that, I just want to remind you how you can chip in and help support the show. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Tick the uh, the little notifications bell so that you know when our episodes go live. Um, if you're listening via podcast, please rate and review the show. Uh, leave us some comments. Let us know what you'd like to see on the show. It really does help us out so much. So thank you to those that already have done this. Thank you. On previous episodes, I've shared with you guys some handy little tips and tricks on how to start creating uh, more time and gaining control of it. But today, I really want to take the time to share with you and talk about one of the biggest time consumers, your emails. How often have you been killing it in your day-to-day, delivering amazing output, being valuable to your team, and then towards the end of the day, you get that email that's asking for urgent action, and it just kicks away any progress that you made for the day. But more importantly, you end up going home and you're thinking about what you've got to do the next day. I've got to start early so I can get X, Y, Z done. It's really not helpful. So what I want to do today is share three steps to email efficiency. And by doing this and implementing these three steps, not only will you create more time, but you will actually alleviate the unnecessary noise that you're taking home with you. And this is really going to help you be present and connected with those people and passions that matter most. So let's jump in. Step one, set email working hours. Allocate dedicated time and energy to when you work on your emails. Understand what is the best time for you to get the best delivery of your output. The best results. If you can set yourself some email working hours, you're more than likely going to get a stronger output for the day, not only for yourself, but for your team and your business. For example, in my previous role, I spent a lot of time on the road and with my people. So my working hour in the morning was eight till nine. I jumped on and sorted my emails. I actually have a little handy email output system that I use that uh, my Beyond Busy Pathway team get access to. If you want that access, leave me a comment, let me know. But because during business hours, I prioritize my people and projects, this time worked out best because my teams were generally preparing for their day ahead. So I would get limited distractions and phone calls, whether whether it's phone calls or emails, I would get very limited during that time. And ultimately, I was able to produce stronger output in my role, utilizing that time and that, that energy. The best part was that my team were aware of this boundary. So they knew if anything was urgent, they would call me. Do you communicate your boundaries with your team? Check out episode four if you haven't already around setting and maintaining healthy boundaries for some tips because I show you exactly how you can do that and why it's so important. But that would be my first hour. And again, that just worked for me. It doesn't mean it works for everyone else. Again, you've got to understand where, what time of the day what energy during the day is best suited for you and your role. And then I wouldn't check back in till 2, 2.30. 
and I'd just check if there was anything I needed to prioritize in those last couple of hours because my team's high traffic time would start to roll in. So I wouldn't be allocating time to pull them away from leading their teams at that time. And then once I'd sorted these emails, I wouldn't access my emails until the following day. Now, sure, there was a time when I'd, I did draw myself to emails and I've shared with you guys my addiction to busy. However, this was one of the many things that I tested and learned in order to go beyond busy in my leadership. Every single tip and trick that I share with you guys on this show, I've executed in my own leadership and I've tested so many things before that. That's why I'm so passionate about helping and supporting you guys in doing the same. So step one, implement email working hours. Step two, turn them off. 70% of leaders that I'd surveyed had no idea that you can simply just go in and turn your emails off on your phone. For however long or however short of the time you like, after implementing step one, you need to look for things that will assist in achieving that step. This boundary of turning them off is huge in supporting that. If you go into your iPhone, I haven't done an Android one, but I'm sure it's very similar, but go to settings, go to mail, go to your account, select the email account that you want to turn off and just hit that green button to turn it off. It's that simple. If you can implement this step and you've got notifications off, you're not going to go to your phone. You'll, you'll start to stop going to your inbox while you're at home. How do you guys think that this will impact your personal time and presence outside of the workplace if you don't have this distraction? mentally and physically let me know below i'd love to know it only takes these couple of steps to turn them off and best of all when you wake up in the morning if you've turned your emails off you're not likely to just roll over and go to your email to see what's popped up one of the best indication of addiction to busy is the last thing you look at before you go to bed your emails the first thing you look at when you wake up your emails we're chasing that that uh, rush of endorphins you know we want to feel needed and we stop doing it because there's actually a couple of steps you've got to do to turn them back on. So turn your emails off. And then lastly, set an out of office, a default out of office. Remove the distraction of getting emails when you're with your team. Investing time into your team and energy into your team. As a leader, you don't want to ha be having the pop-up notifications come up. Oh, that's distracted me. I've got to go to my phone. You don't want notifications on your phone coming up. I want to share with you an example that I'll never forget and I'm sure that my teams will never forget. A while back, a store of mine, so I used to look after a handful of stores and we were getting a visit not only from my boss, but from my boss's boss. And it was a huge visit for a store that didn't actually get many visits. And this, the pride that this team had was immense and they wanted to, well, they didn't want to, they did. They went above and beyond to produce an amazing store. It was set up and showcased for this visit. The problem was for the time allocated, I think it was 90 minutes, my boss and his boss spent the most of their time on their phone answering incoming calls and responding to emails as opposed to prioritizing this visit. It often takes a lot for me to get disappointed, but this was really upsetting for me because I knew and could see what it meant to this team. It was really poor leadership that showcased a lack of priority on the engagement and acknowledgement of a team that had been looking forward to this, but more importantly, had such a big impact on the results of the business. 
So ensure that as a leader, you don't fall into this trap. Create a default out of office. And when you're engaging with your people, set that out of office so that anyone and everyone attempting to add an email to your inbox knows exactly where your priorities currently sit. And if it's urgent, then they can make a phone call. These phone calls had been had on that occasion were not urgent. But by doing this and setting this default yourself, you're empowering others to do the same and to deliver greater output on their role and their people. Sure, things will come up that do need urgent attention, but again, empower and communicate with your team so that they know to make a call. Another thing you can do is empower your team. Give an opportunity to somebody within your team to step up and be that go-to so that you can really do what you need to do and lead and develop your people. A simple out-of-office example. Hi, I'm currently out of the office with limited access to emails. I'll be returning to the office on XYZ date. For urgent support, please contact Joe Blow at blah, blah, blah and give that person some go-to for the day because that message is going to go to them and if it's urgent, they'll call you. Empower that person if it needs to be handled. Empowering growth and empowering someone to play your role for that time and being a point of call can be so huge for... I guess, the perception around development and growth within the team. Because as leaders, I know as well as the next person that we're often the go-to for any little things that pop up. Empower your leaders, empower them to back themselves, but also let them know that you're there if it's urgent and they need you. You'll get this time back to focus on developing the future leaders and have presence and connection outside of the workplace. Would you guys love that? Or do you want your emails to keep controlling your time? Go for that run in the morning. Go for that bike ride in the morning because you're not worried about an email that you've just read. Don't prioritize the email or the fire that you want to put out only for another one to appear. Tell your family, I've got to go to work early because I've got to go and action this email. Set the boundary. So to recap, step one, Implement email working hours. Step two, turn them off. And step three, set a default out of office so that you've got it for whenever you need to prioritize your people and your projects. I want to leave you with this as we wrap up today. As a leader, if you're unable to set boundaries, then you will have a tendency to do what other people want all the time. And that that leads to busy. I want you to choose to do something today and take these three steps and start gaining back control of your time. Let's unglorify busy. Thank you for tuning into today's show. We'd love for you to unglorify busy with us and there are a number of ways that you can get involved. One, you can rate, review and share our podcast. Two, if you tune into the show on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Leadership can be a lonely space and we understand and know too well that coaching and mentoring isn't just handed out to you in the workplace. In fact, it's extremely rare. And that that's why we've created the Beyond Busy Pathway, providing leaders access to the mindset, tools and support to overcome chaos, create more time and ignite their leadership. We want to empower Beyond Busy leadership today to inspire the leadership of tomorrow. So check out the Beyond Busy Pathway and our social channels via the link tree in the show notes below. Until next time, let's unglorify busy.